However, the experience allowed her to see just how she can be supported by other people. Yeah. So the last two, she was the friend she was going to have lunch with, brought lunch around, other people helped her in the street. Yeah. And so, and we don't want those things to happen. However, sometimes they have to so that we take heed. If we're yeah. not prepared to listen to ourselves, if we're pushing ourselves too much or if we're giving so much and not prepared to receive, all of a sudden, boom. It's uneven. You've got an uneven account. Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice nor your own sound judgment. Welcome to Angel Heart Radio, where we inspire you to remember your magnificence. Join the conversation on our live streams. Head on over to Angel Heart Radio on Facebook. And there's even more for you on angellight777.com. I'm Annette McCoy and with me today, as usual at this time of the month, is Marnie Perna. Welcome, Good morning, Marnie. everyone. Hi, Annette. Lovely to be here. It's always great to be here, isn't there? It, I am very, very grateful to Angel Heart Radio and to our audience if you're watching anywhere else this morning, but via Angel Heart Radio Facebook page, and you would like to join in the conversation or ask questions, can we suggest that you go over to Angel Heart Radio Facebook page? Because that's when you can join in the conversation. Our topic today, Marnie, is boundaries and self-care. I think it's very timely at the moment that that's what we're talking about, especially. Very relevant indeed. Yes, in these... um, Turbulent times. Yes, turbulent times. Turbulent times. That's a good word. I like that one. I see it as very challenging as well. And I think we're... In that, we're given a, a greater opportunity to look at um, time for ourselves. You know, uh, you've been in lockdown. Are you still in lockdown? Uh, we're kind of out of it. So right. we're still cautious. So we've got, I think we're wearing masks till December, something like that. So, But it, it does make people very um, cautious and uh, on edge. I have to right. say that's, that's the feeling I've got at the moment is a lot of people are living on edge because there's no certainty of, of, of um, planning is not certain anymore. You can put right. as much, much energy into it as you can, but um, it can change like that. And, and I know life has always been that way, but you didn't, have the, um, you didn't have the lived experience of the change that happens as significantly and, and as quickly as it does in recent times. For whatever reason, and it's not always a health reason, sometimes it's a situation reason. But yeah. Yes, we it's interesting, isn't it? The the times that we live in, and so we have to adapt as best we can. And one of those very good reasons is or opportunities that we have is to look at ourselves and how we how are we dealing with this and Mm. where are we putting ourselves. Where we're putting our energy to is, Annette, that's the thing I'm finding is people, look, I'm using generalisations because common sense prevails, all right? So if you listen to what we're talking about and it doesn't suit you, switch it off. 
rather than getting angry and, and getting on board and going da 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 da, if you don't agree with it or it doesn't align with what you're listening to or, or think, turn it off. You have that choice. You do not have to get engaged in, you know, this and that and tit for tat. Turn it off. Let it go. Otherwise, you're putting your energy into confrontation all the time. You need to decide what your energy is best to um, be involved with. And it's not about not standing up for your rights or, or um, for your thoughts and your personal beliefs. What it is is saying don't always be fighting against other people um, just casually. It's, it's not worth it. Put it into advocacy. Right. Wanting to do a fight, advocate. Join someone that, that advocates in, in your beliefs and your, your thought process mm-hmm. and work along those lines. It's, it's a little bit more productive and it's not as vicious because sometimes pers- it can get, I don't know about you, but like social media, I love it. I think it's wonderful, but I'm, I've been very wary on it lately because a personal comment can be taken with umbrage by so many people <laughs> that it can bring your energy down. Right. All right. So choose what you're putting on there. Choose how you're doing it. And if you choose not to um, connect or, or align with other people's opinions, just go past. <laughs> it's so simple. Scroll until you find something and look at that. And that's a boundary you can put in place. And that's what your show is about today. It's about boundaries. So what are my boundaries? What are your boundaries? When they butt up against each other like a neighbor's fence does, what can you do sort of amicably but, but within your own energy field and your own personal belief system to align to that? Do you build a bigger fence or do you make a gate and invite them in? You know, there's different ways of dealing with things. Absolutely. And this is what it's this is what I've been um, drawn to understand. And this is the energy that I'm bringing in at the moment is, is that it's it's about having to um, try and listen to both sides of, of different opinions. That that we all have an opinion based on our upbringing and our personal choice and our knowledge that we can ascertain. So I often talk about your um, oh, your yin and your yang. You know, your, your my heart speak. My heart speak is about the yin-yang symbol. And on one side is your lived experiences and one side is your learned experiences. Now, you have a bit of both in each side. Now, in the middle of that, where they, those two, the yin and the yang, come together, I, my belief is it's the wisdom of your heart. And that's in a constant change. And you can add more knowledge and you can add more learning like physical learning to experience into it and that'll change in five minutes later you'll have a different um, wisdom of your heart that you can draw from Mm. i think it's really important that we do listen to our heart we have to get Mm. out of the the mind chatter the monkey chatter uh, because that can cause us concerns what does your head in you do your own (laughs) head in little and anyone else's god It's true, but isn't it? Like you go to bed oh. and you're in a not bad frame of mind and you wake up the next morning and, and your mind's gone nuts all night and yeah. it hasn't had you to, to be the um, spokesperson or the mediator. So it's had this major argument all night long and you wake up and you're going, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. And <laughs> energetically you've just gone all over the place. I think we'd be horrified if we could recall every moment of our sleep in, in, oh. uh, in our in our karmic experience or our uh, extraterrestrial or whatever you call it, the, the, um, the dream time. If we could bring forward every part of dream time, I think we'd be quite shocked. 
I think we, we do a lot of experiencing in that time. Right. Yes. Now, Anaya is listening to us in the background, which is very nice. Lovely. And Hello, Anaya. Big hugs, love. Yes. So it's lovely to have her there. It is interesting what we choose to think about, especially, Marnie, before we go to sleep or yeah. and or first thing in the morning because the first thing in the morning we can set the tone for the day and last thing at night, sure, we can either go to, go to bed with mind chatter that then just can disturb our sleep or we can choose a routine that sends us into a more blissful sleep yeah. and restful sleep. I do. I still believe that we personally control our um, responses so that even, even sort of having a, a set routine, like I used to love having a deep hot bath and, and getting into bed after, straight after it, you know, I'm relaxed and I've not meditated so much, but I've just enjoyed the moment, right? Mm -hmm. um, lately that hasn't been as useful or as practical because we've got little ones in the house at the moment so they have bath time and by the time they've gone to bed and you've unpacked everything and we're in the middle of packing we're, we're moving our clinic and, and our house and everything it's too too much bother to then run a hot bath you think right. oh, I've got the energy <laughs> so you sort of think oh well I'll go to bed anyhow and, and you go to bed and you, you're quite comfortable in bed and I sleep well but I know that different because there's so many things that I'm juggling at the moment that a lot of those things come to talk to me in my sleep and you, you'll be doing your wake up the next morning you think oh geez I packed that whole room and it worked really well and in reality you look at it you go, oh my god I'm starting <laughs> you know so your, your, your sleep time energy or your subconscious awareness is doing mm. its best to help you now when it keeps mm. talking to you in the daytime and it keeps knocking on your door it's because it doesn't think you've listened so I think sometimes if you can record the things that you spring to mind, that there's stuff that you're dealing with, and write them down, you're kind of saying to your subconscious, oh, look, I've got that, I understand. I've written it down so I won't forget. I'll remember mm. that again because I've written it down. So I've taken action on your worry. And right. you can kind of then, it, it can relax and you can say, oh, God, thank God, I can stop reminding. I can think about the 5 million other things I haven't told you about. Right. So, you know, capture some of those those thoughts that you have that are, not so much negative thoughts, but to-do thoughts and write mm. them on a piece of paper or write them down somewhere or get your phone and record them if you can because by the time you get up, you've moved on and the next time you get reminded is when you wake up again the next morning. Sure. Right, because you, you start doing something else. Yes, yeah. I don't know about you, Money. I quite often have uh, write a list at night before yeah. I go to sleep of, yeah. you know, what I'd like to do the next day. And it's interesting when I look at that, fantastic. If I don't look at it the next day, it's interesting how many things slip my mind and yeah. I do other things. Yeah. I haven't attended to what I intended to. Yeah. And then that's all about habit, isn't it? Like getting into the habit of doing things. I know for many, many years now, my habit for paying bills, I like a paper bill. I like to get it in the mail I know yes. it's a bill, it's okay. It's, it's a bill of something that I've previously been gifted, so I now have to pay for it. So I'm quite okay with that. But I like to get the paper one because I put it in date order as it's due. All right, so in my folder I've got the dates and, and the, early, the one that's due in the next is on top. Now, in that folder, that folder is a green folder 
-hmm. and it has a red envelope in it that has $2 coins in it, and that's on the inside of that green folder. Now, that red folder is all about the energy of money, and with $2 in my folder, I always have some abundance. Okay, green is for me a colour of, of um, wealth and settlement. So the folder wow. is green. I've got a red envelope with $2 in it and my bills sit in that folder. And my habit is you go over and every, as long as you can remember what day of the month it is um, and what day you're actually on because that's when it gets a bit awkward, um, I look at the date and I pay it close to the due date and then you move on to the next one. So when you get wow. them by email, it's not as easy to put them into that folder. Mm, mm -hmm. So I'm still printing my email bills, which defeats the whole purpose. I'd rather they just came from the business and came straight into my letterbox. Right. Um, but, you know, that's a habit. So when you get into that habit, you're less inclined to miss a date. Now, sometimes you can, sometimes you slip up because, as I said, you might be really busy and you think today's the 10th and it's the, the 12th or something, so you've missed your time. But on the whole, it works really well and it's a habit that you make. You go and look at your, your folder and you go, okay, which ones have I got you? And you can turn that in. Otherwise, if they're just coming randomly into your kitchen, you just, I'll put that here because I'll remember that. But you don't. Something yeah. else goes on top of it and suddenly you haven't paid a bill. Right. And yes. that mortifies me if I've done that. I mean, it, yes. it hits my hip pocket if I have done it to a telco because it charges you. But well, if you missed paying something that you really didn't mean not to pay, you feel really bad. Hmm. Well, um, Anaya is very please. She thinks that um, great idea and it, she loves the abundance tip. Mm. So, wonderful. And I've got a lovely photo on the front of it as well. I had this really, um, when I started that process, I'd, I think I'd won, I'd won a, a reading with a lady called Elise Bradley. Now she's a feng shui expert and, and a, um, a, she call herself? She's a financial mindset coach and things like that. And I'd won it many, 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 many years ago. And part mm -hmm. of the package was she gave me some tips and tools of feng shui to bring energy back into a situation. And um, she was the one that taught me about that one and also about the two yellow bowls under your bed that you have oh. rice in the bowls. Um, I'll, I'll give you a disclaimer in a minute about the rice. And then in it you have three or five crystals of your choosing, but generally the first three are your rose quartz, your aventurine and amethyst, and then mm -hmm. two others of your choosing depending on what's going on. And the idea of these bowls in yellow were to put them under the head of your bed. And it always meant that you always had food in the house because there was rice in the bowls. The yellow brought in positivity and generosity. And the stones, crystals, well, the rose quartz was what we're talking about today, was self-care and awareness. The mm -hmm. amethyst is all about, um, you know, not, not being impacted by other people's negativity, but also about um, protection. Mm -hmm. um, the adventurine... What's adventuring for? I think it's just for energy and positive energy. And then whatever other ones you put in there was things that might have been happening in your life. Mm -hmm. I was always wary about the rice because I used to we used to have mice and she'd say, Oh no, no, they won't eat dry rice, they'll be fine. Well, they loved it. They ate <laughs> it all. So energetically I'd cut out the packet of rice, the picture of rice, and I put that in the bowl. Right. And, uh, use that in its place because it meant I'd had a packet to have abundance anyhow. So packet was its was its representation but little things like that they're enough to give you something to focus on give you something you can take action on and you think oh this is cool and it, it is lovely mm. 
Very good. Yes, because quite often we can get caught up in life, don't we? And we're on the treadmill. We might not even realise that we're on the treadmill. We're, we feel as though we're being pulled here and there and everywhere. And we feel that we have to say yes every time somebody yes. asks us to do something. And yet it's a case of, well, no, is it possible for me to do it? Uh, at this point or do I have to say gee I'd love to help you can I do it here yeah, or yeah. there absolutely and I think that's we forget sometimes that we can say no and it doesn't mean no means never it just means no not at the moment I'm I've got yeah. things that I'm I'm doing that mm -hmm. I'm um, I prefer to put my energy into or however I can assist you at a later date you know there's ways you can do it like Google there's I'm sure we at different times get, um, and I'm sure somewhere on my computer I've got this list of, of um, phrases you can use that don't say an outright no but mean the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, however, I'm busy today, can I do it tomorrow? Or um, I'd love to help you, I'm not able to do that at the moment, but can I do this? Sure. You know, so it's like when they ring up and, and we still have a landline and we get lots of um, calls for assistance financially. And I'm mm -hmm. able to say, well, look, I can't help you financially, but I do volunteer. And that's my way of giving back. Right. So, you know, sometimes they're happy, sometimes they're not. Not my problem. <laughs> and Aya knows that your lot, the, the mice would have. Um, were, they would loved have it. Lots of abundance. <laughs> yeah, they didn't leave anything at all. I'm telling you, not a, not a, not a grain. So. And you'd, you'd hear them scampering, and you'd know that they were there, and you did what you could to get rid of them, and no. So I did learn. Don't I, I often tell clients if I ever use that um, that concept because there was a lot of disharmony happening. We were trying to bring harmony back into the bedroom with regards to our, our energy fields as well because it was a, a time of great um, disharmony in our lives, and mm -hmm. this was one way. Another thing um, Elise told me too was you you don't have pictures of your children or babies in your bedroom on your walls. Was there a reason for that, Marnie? Well, she said because your bedroom is your sanctity and you don't need children in, in your room kind of thing. So right. she said have other photos, so have, um, you know, seascapes or, or favourite places or something like that. But she said you don't put your children's photos in your bedroom wall. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's, yes, our bedroom, it is a private space, mm. whether it be for two people or one person. And yeah. it's... It's a sanctuary, so yeah. it's a place that we feel comfortable in, that we can retreat to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And she was filled. She was lovely. She was uh, one of my speakers for the My Heart Speak conference. I ran, gosh, I think it's nine years. Just had Facebook memories come up about it, so it's nine years ago. Uh -huh. It was uh, innovative in, at its time. It was too too early. We were a, a year too early, I think, with our, with our um, energy. Ahead of the times, you feel. Ahead of the times, yes. But, again, it comes back to boundaries as well, um, and it, it taught me some boundaries and to mm -hmm. value my boundaries personally as well and as a business person because, you know, you're kind of you're often inclined, especially when you're first starting off, you're often inclined to want to please everyone and, and do for everyone and give to everyone. And, and you, that's a reciprocal energy at times. I believe it, it has a reciprocal end. Mm -hmm. And um, I believe if you're if you value someone enough that you're 
doing their program or, or listening to what they're having to say that, that, that there's a certain and they're taking your money for it or your your knowledge maybe um well i think there's a reciprocal street too that if you ask not so much for a favor but if you're you have an expectation that they would be of similar mindset if you needed assistance and i found a number of people there weren't and I, it made me step back and go you know what they're great and they're, they're interesting but i don't need to listen to everything they say so that was a benefit for you, wasn't it? Absolutely, was a, yeah. It was yeah. annoying at the time, but it, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's about not putting people on a pedestal because they're just real. They're normal people. Right. They might yep. seem like they're out of your reach or out of your sphere, but they're not. They're just like you and I. Yeah. It's There are lessons for us all the way along, aren't there? And um, yep. it's whether we're aware of, you know, I might, uh, become upset at something or someone but invariably <laughs> it's like oh okay thank you yes they're trying to point something out to me mm. yeah and when your boundaries like if you haven't got any boundaries how do you know when they've been um trespassed mm. mm-hmm. all right so you need to go oh was i clear about that so is your communication so so boundary can often be communication as well so am I communicating, like you might have all your energy, all your thoughts up here, um, but have you actually expressed that same thought or are you just presuming that the person you're talking to has the same um, code that they're working on? And it's not always the case because their code comes from their experiences in their life. That's right. I find text messaging uh, the written word, I have to be, if I'm speaking to somebody, and even over the phone, if I, because body language can be so mm. important, I can think yeah. I'm I'm sending a particular message. The person at the other end, whether it be written or at the end of the phone, are they hearing what I'm really saying? Yeah. Well, remember, they're in a different energy field. So they're getting the message from you into their energy field. You're not mm-hmm. on the same, you're not in the same space. Uh-huh. And it can so be misconstrued, to... like something Absolutely. is, um, oh, you know, don't do that or something. If, if it, it is, the written word is a lot harder to be gentle about. It's, it's more, it's um, non-personal, but it can be taken very personally. Mm-hmm. Whereas your, your spoken word, like when you're talking to someone, like here we are here, you can look at each other and you can actually feel the energy and feel the words that are coming out and, and hear them as well. Whereas if we were doing this on a text or on a computer board, mm-hmm. it's very impersonal. It's not the same yeah. at all. You, know, you can't do loves and hugs and kisses all over the place and, you know, and things like that. It's just you, emojis are there, which is not the same. Yes, we do have to be careful. I yeah. notice, make sure that... What I think I'm saying, getting across, is actually what is being unheard. That was one of my my biggest uh, hindrances when I was launching my book was in the word form, is it correct? Like someone reading it, will they read the wrong thing out of it or have I used the wrong terminology? Whereas if you're talking to someone, they, they don't always remember what you're saying fully. But in a written word, it's written, it's there in black and white. And mm. was something in there going to come back and bite me? 
and, and it was a it was a concern at the time as you know can I be get in trouble for what I've written kind of thing right now I want to uh, bring up Anaya's comment but I also want people to be aware of your book Marnie because it is a wonderful tool could you say a bit more about it because I know that it's available in three different forms which it is <laughs> so my book is called creating karma amid chaos and it's a de-stress self-help um, book so I've done it as a hard copy an ebook and I've also done the audio version as well and it's kind of you cannot it's, it's not a book you take to bed and read from cover to cover I wouldn't think I, I wouldn't do it but, um, but if in your mindset, if you're needing help, you could go through and just, it's not that big that you would be overwhelmed by it. But there's each chapter focuses on different aspects that you can relate to in your personal life because it's a personal journey of mine. So we've got real things in there and you go, oh, God, it's just like our family or that's, gee, I know someone like that and read and it has solutions in there. So it's solution-based as well. So what things can you do if you're in that experience? What can you do about it? And I've got clients who just open it at a different page and they go, oh, it's just what I need today. <laughs> so it's lovely. I, I, I'm very proud of it and I'm very pleased. I'm on my third reprint, so I'm very, I was very excited that's, to get my last three boxes. Oh, that's fabulous. I was yeah. thinking too, with Christmas coming up, and, of course, we don't have to wait for Christmas or a birthday. No, we no. might know someone who uh, would benefit from a coffee at the moment. Yeah. And what a wonderful I have many clients that ring me and ask me to forward it on to family and friends. And mm -hmm. I usually, I always, um, when I'm doing a personal one, I always handwrite a, a little message in there for the person receiving it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, I, I love it. And as I said, when I do it as packages, I often do one of my mists to go with it. I've got a Creating Calm mist that I'll often package with it. So it's kind of got the book and you can read it and then you've got the emotional healing mist that taps into the energy and helps you to reset some of your um your stress factors in life so it's good fabulous now anaya is ahead of the task as always yeah <laughs> and she's popped your website up on uh, the facebook page which is fantastic oh, thank you anaya. she's wrapped in the fact that it's the third reprint and just moving back a bit yep. uh and I was really impressed with your definition. We receive energy in the place where we are at. It may mean something different in translation to us, mm. possibly than what was transmitted from the other person, which yes. is, of course, what is being said. And for people who might be listening elsewhere, you can find Marnie on Facebook. And you can also find her website, which has so, so many good things on there, www.kinique.com. Lovely. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. And I do like the idea of people finding a page. I, I find that yours is a book like a few mm. others where, yes, you can hold it, with between your hands with a question in mind if yeah. um, and also I also find it useful going down the chapters as well because there'll be oh yes that's what I need to know or, yeah. and I left in the back of the book is my 10 points to de-stress so I left them as a like two pages so people can just look mm -hmm. back quickly as well excellent there's a very good chart in there for people that are experiencing a lot of um, stress uh, 
can never remember the full. It's a Hahn, H-A-R-N-E, and Ray, R-A-H-E, um, chart. Now, it's a chart of, of, I think there's 20 common occurrences that can happen in an everyday life, and they're all given a weighting or, or a rating. Mm-hmm. And what you're meant to do is you go through and, it, like, the different things might be, like, you might be going, planning a holiday, so that's in there, and it has a stress rating. And what you're meant to do is go through the list, tick the ones that, that might be relevant to you at this particular time. So do it on a separate piece of paper and um, add up your score. Now, you're not meant to be hitting the 200s or the 300s at any one time because if you're hitting two or 300s, you are under a huge stress and you need to seek immediate help, either from a doctor or a client or, or a um, colleague or a practitioner of some description because it just means that you're under enormous uh, adrenal uh, energy or under adrenal um, attack all right and what will happen is you'll be overwhelmed so you won't be able to know where to go or what to do you'll, you'll be in this little box and you won't be able to get out but it also has a huge impact on your health so when you're under prolonged stress of that magnitude it is huge okay and it's not to be taken lightly so you need to seek help straight away but mm-hmm. it also shows you some of the common things that are in there and it's a chart that's used by, you know, mainstream medicos as well as, as practitioners everywhere. It's just one of these common things. And if I could find my book quickly, I'd be able to tell you the actual name of it. But I'll, I'll look it up and I'll put it on the Facebook um, chat a bit later on. And they're just common things that happen in everyday life, but you don't realise that combined they can have a huge impact on your capacity to cope. Your resilience kind of gets stuck in a little box and can't get out. Right. It's interesting, isn't it? Because quite often we're unaware. We might think that one particular thing is stressing us, and yet there'll be under there can be underlying things mm. as well. So we're more even more stressed than what we think we are. I think you know you you're reaching overwhelm when something like dropping the butter <laughs> precipitates a, a tsunami of oh my god and tears and everything <laughs> else. You just go, oh, no, I can't do this anymore. It's really not about the butter. But yes, just, yes, you've reached your, your pinnacle. So yes, you, need to, you need to really be in tune with your own energy field. And it's not it's not always about stuff that's happening to you. It's like situations in family. Like I've mm-hmm. mentioned that, that we're um, moving at the moment or in the process of moving. And just the emotional roller coaster of organising families and cut-off dates and when are we picking up furniture? When are we dropping off there? How are we going to do it? Where are we going to put keys? You know, we haven't done this for 33 years. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's overwhelming. You just go, oh, I can't do this. I don't want to do it. And then in the middle of it all, you, you have, you know, family, family things are happening as well. So you're dealing with them as well. And then the cat went missing the other day. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. We thought, oh, no, how are we going to find the cat? And he sorted in as, you know, as happy as Larry with a few rotten little thing. So he's in house arrest at the moment. He's not allowed outside until oh. we've moved, which he doesn't so understand that. at all because he's a he likes to roam the acreage at night time. So. so Marnie, I know when I, I was moving last year and it was a case of, okay, so what needs to be done? And I guess it doesn't really matter what the situation might be. For me it was, okay, what needs to be done today? What can yeah. I leave Till tomorrow to yep. try and ease uh, my thinking. Because I, I had a great plan. I had it all written down on, in a book, and I was going to start in our bedroom, and then as I finished our bedroom, I'd move to the next bedroom, and the next, and the next. And well, it doesn't happen that way. 
because <laughs> you start your bedroom and then you think, well, what am I going to do with everything? Where am I going to put it? So you've got to find a space to put it. So then you think, I'll oh, put it in that room. Well, yes, your room might get a bit clear, but then you can walk into that room and you go, oh, God, I can't look. I can't see anything. And, I mean, I've discovered so many treasures that I'd forgotten I had. One of my my biggest finds was, was marvellous. So I was a very kind and still not as much lately, but I was a very keen sewer and I used to do baby showers and do lots of clothing for my children and, and myself and mum especially. And I had this beautiful machine. It was an Elna Air Electronic. It was one of the real old Swiss-made heavy Elna machines and it was just a wonderful machine. It cost me a, a, an arm and a leg when I bought it when I was a young worker. And um, that it would have to be 15-plus years ago it stopped working. And I took it to the, the repair shop and they said, oh, no, it's broken. You can't fix it anymore. And the air electronic had just a little, um, the pedal was just like a little puff, like a mm-hmm. like an air puff. And you used to sit the, hit the air puff and it'd go up to the machine and the machine would work. And there was some mechanism that broke. Well, I wasn't game to throw I didn't want to throw it out because it was in great nick. Like it was just looked like it worked. So I put it in a cupboard. Well, you know, move. I just I realised it was still in the cupboard, and I thought, oh, you know, I have to throw it out, and I felt really bad. So I put it in the pile to throw to the dump, and then I'd move it, and then I put it back in the pile again, and then I thought, oh no, I've got to do it. And then the other day, so many things went wrong. This one day, I said, no, bugger this, I'm going to make a few phone calls. So I rang a couple of local sewing shops, and lo and behold, they can now repair them, whereas 15, 20 years ago, they didn't have the technology. And I wow. Went, so it's now in the repair shop and they can bring it back to life. And I went, oh, I've got no idea how how comforting I found that. There were so many other things that I had no control of and couldn't fix and I could get my machine fixed and it was just wonderful. I was so pleased I didn't dump it. Yes. And after you dump it that you could have fixed it. Mm. And now you'll be able to sew for your gorgeous grandchildren. Well, I still could because I had another machine, but it was just it's my machine back. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so heavy. I mean, you can't believe how heavy it is. So you pick it up, and you go, oh, God, I didn't remember how heavy this was. And I used to take it everywhere, sewing. Like I used to do volunteer sewing and stuff, and I'd cut my machines down. And So it was a very treasured item, and I was very delighted that it can be repaired again. Lovely. So don't give up hope, people. Just double-check before you tell. And then other things yeah. I was able to let go very happily and, and easily. Yes. So, and sometimes it's definitely a timing thing as well. Mm, yeah. I found that things that I kept for a little longer and then all of a sudden, yes, I could let them go. Yeah. Um, Amazing mm. how many things have fallen off shelves. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. One one little teapot thing that I, I was going to pack, it, it just fell off the shelf. It just shattered in front of all of us. Yeah. We went, really? You didn't want to come? Why? Oh. <laughs> I couldn't understand why it didn't want to come with me. But it didn't. So I went, okay, thanks. See ya. And I was able to shovel it all up and throw it away. So yeah, you know, things, strange things are happening, but fun things are happening, and overwhelming things are happening. But as if you haven't got those boundaries, if you haven't got your self care, you're not going mm. to achieve. Because you do end up needing assistance. You need you need to be able to hang, say to people, "Oh God, I need help. Who can help me?" Mm. Yeah, and that brings up another point, Marnie. Uh, how good are we at asking for assistance? Not good usually, <laughs> especially givers. Care, people who give are very, very not good at receiving. 
or asking for for help. Do yeah. you find that? Oh, the ones absolutely. that give continually are they're the ones that go, oh no, no, I'll do this. I'm I'm good. I've got it covered. And I th I think, however, that we get lessons because I know to Beth, gorgeous lady, a fellow yeah. fellow presenter here. Uh, her birthday present recently was a fall that, and she injured, injured her ankle. Yes. Now, the day was totally different to what she expected. And the, however, the experience allowed her to see just how she can be supported by other people. Yeah. So the last two, she was the friend she was going to have lunch with, brought lunch around, that people helped her in the street, da 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 da. Yeah. And so, not that, and we don't want those things to happen. However, sometimes they have to so that we take heed. If we're yeah. not prepared to listen to ourselves, if we're pushing ourselves too much, or if we're giving so much and not prepared to receive, all of a sudden, boom. It's uneven. You've got an uneven account. If you give too much and don't allow um, or accept help from the other side, well, the universe is saying, but you do it all the time. How do you think those people feel? Because you just presume they're happy to take your your um, help or assistance or whatever, but they may also be feeling a bit incongruent with, with receiving it. Mm. So you need to be able, you know, it's like that saying, well, look, I remember when our kids were little, we had um, like a circle of friends that we got on really, really well and they all had similar concepts and ideas about, about parenting and things like that. So they're still, they're still family friends, right? And you knew that if for whatever reason you couldn't get to pick your child up from school, you could ring one of these mums and say, hey, I'm caught up on something, something untowards happening. Could you get so-and-so and know mm -hmm. that your child was safe and that because you it was a giving circle, so each and every one of you at times asked another to help. And it was it was a safe circle to be able to do that, you know. But if you don't have that support system, how what happens when you're caught up and you can't pick your child up from school? You know, how frantic, how much more pressure does that put on, on what's going on in your immediate life? Indeed. Mm-hmm. So kind of, yeah, and, and you need those people around you. You need your circle of friends. Circle of six. They always say a circle of six is nice. A nice oh, number. really? Yeah. I don't know why six, but six is good. It'll be something. Someone will have a, an answer for us. Why six? Yes. But, um, yeah, and it's, it's, just that, it's just that being able to accept and receive and be thankful for, for help when you need it. Hmm. Yes. And busy like people are the worst, and that busy people Sorry. are the worst people. Busy people are the worst <laughs> people to um, accept help because they, oh no, I'll do it. It's okay. Don't bother. You know, <laughs> do it myself. And then you have this whole martyrdom going on. It's all right. I must admit, I've had to look at it because little Miss Independence and somebody will say, oh, let me help you. Here I am balancing bags or especially when I travel. Oh, no, thank you. No, 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 I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, when I get to um, a staircase going up and I have a big case, <laughs> it's always lovely when someone says, oh, can I help you with that? <laughs> yes, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep. Such 
Um, All right. Now, I chose a shell essence or a shell essence chose me this morning before yes. we went on air. And I just want to read it. And it's it's the estuary shell. Now, the estuary shell is one of those long, my shells are packed, can't show you, sorry. But anyhow, Google estuary shell. And it's all about the spiritual value is helping create life without karma. So that's a nice one for people that have challenges with boundaries. So it helps. It's called the teacher. It helps you to learn and, mem and remember things that you're needing to remember. So it helps us to access information that may have been locked away and it helps you to integrate when learning can be new. So you can sort of mix the old and the new together mm -hmm. and um, very much part of the feminine energy because it, it can be really of assistance when you're in that bit of a scattered state emotionally or hormonally. So it helps to balance that uh, hormonal interplay that's going on. And um, it's, it's very much about storing ancient knowledge, so bringing the ancient knowledge forward so that it assists you in a situation at the present time. So just um, for me it was about tapping into old information. So that's going to be really very relevant for someone who's listening who needed to know that. Indeed. Don't you love the way messages come through? Absolutely. And it's really important that we're aware of them and know. And sometimes I was having this conversation with Maz Barnes yesterday. Uh, sometimes we're unaware that we're the messenger. We don't know why we're reaching out to someone, either with a, um, a comment or maybe we send them something but yeah. it'll be relevant you know if we're tuning into our intuition which is what you did this morning yeah. well done thank you it was saying that the the um the spirits were saying when when the messages because it's a short some of their shell messages are really quite long mm -hmm. this message was quite short and sharp but it mm -hmm. said that the shell didn't stop talking like it just talked non-stop so it was a chatter over just wanted to get this information out really really quickly and um and make sure she knew what, what it was trying to tell her. Right. So it was very much about, yeah, it just it was interesting, actually. So, yeah, so there you go. Whoever yeah. needed that, it's there. If you need more information, let me know and I can get Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, people can reach out to you on Facebook. Yep. Which is wonderful. Now, and also, Kinesiology, that's you on Facebook. Yeah. as well isn't it yeah it is yeah so let's mention your kinesiology because we've talked about your book and your okay. essences but you do have a practice and of course with modern technology people don't have to live in brisbane to be able no, to i can uh, zoom in yeah we zoom into each other is, is a way that a lot of people are using my services at the moment especially with my clinic three quarters packed it's a bit awkward to bring, I can't quite see the massage table at the moment, but it is there. It's underneath some boxes at the moment. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a practitioner of kinesiology. I um, specialise in stress management and self-help. So if you need help with stress, and look, people will come into my clinic and they will tell me to my face they are not stressed. <laughs> and yet their, their body language, what's going on in their life, what they're talking about, how they're talking, their, their meridians, which is your energy fields, are telling me that they're in overwhelm. They may not think they're stressed, but they're in major stress denial. And um, 
I think if you think, should I go and see a practitioner, your body is telling you and assuring you that it would be a beneficial idea. So go along and find out what's going on. Because sometimes it's about awareness. Like a lot of times clients will say to me, oh, I just didn't realise that was the trigger. So if you mm -hmm. know the trigger, you can do something about it. You can either remove it or you can change your response to it. Because remember, you can't always change other people. You can only, you can affect other people, but you can't change them. Mm. You can encourage them, you can't change them. I was watching a video this morning about a giraffe, of all things. No, it was last night, I think, on TV, and it was from Australia Zoo. And I don't know how old the program was, but they were removing a baby um, giraffe who was old enough to be removed from its mother and it was going to, I think it was going to America to be paired up with a, a male over there sort of thing. So it was very exciting. But they were saying you cannot make a giraffe do anything. It has to choose to do its own thing. So they could only encourage it with food or encourage it to, to do what they wanted it to do. But it was quite a simple, um, an interesting message that you can't make it do anything. It mm. has to choose what it wants to do. So with other people, think the same thing. They're giraffes. So you can't make it do it, but what can you do to entice it to do what you want it to do or you'd like it to do? But you can certainly change your response or your reaction to what's going on. And, and we're living in, a, in, a, in an, a time in history where there's a lot of external influences happening and a lot of external disharmony happening for whatever reason, whether it be war or, or COVID or anything at all, it doesn't matter. But just remember that you are in, you have to control your own response to it. So if you're being overwhelmed by the negativity that's happening or the, you know, the, the nastiness that, that seems to arise very quickly, turn it off or, or just take it out of your life a little bit. If you're going to read it in the paper, get the paper and flick through it. Don't devour every article. Just look for one that you might find interesting or nice and go, oh, that's nice or that's not nice or okay, I can turn the page. Because if, if you keep adding to your negative energy, it, it'll just suck you dry. It'll, it'll, it'll just invade every or permeate every cell of your being. So you need ways to, to un, get it out of your system. Get a pillow and punch the shit out of a pillow. <laughs> Maybe that will help. <laughs> and, and really put your emotions into it. You're not harming yourself. You're not harming another person, but you're releasing some of that emotion. Yes. And I use that paper bag trick a lot as well, you know, put all your negative emotions, get a paper bag, basic old paper bag, don't get complicated, write all the negativity that you want on the paper bag and then blow it up, sit down when you're doing it because you can get a bit lightheaded, put it over your mouth and nose and blow up the paper bag really, 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 really big so it's really big fat paper bag. And when you've got enough air in it, just hold it really tight and then get your other hand and bang it and let it go. And it pops with this amazing sound. And then just scrunch it up and throw it over, over your shoulder or something. Pick it up later. doesn't matter. Just, just, just let your subconscious release some of that pent-up emotion because mm. it gives you space. It, it takes out some of that negative space and clears the air for you. Gives you, gives you time to breathe. Yes. So that's a very, very good strategy. Have you used it, Annette? Have you ever used the paper bag or the balloon? You can do it with a balloon yeah. as well. The balloon? You can yeah. put them into a balloon um, or write on a balloon, yes. Yeah. I quite often, like yesterday, I was unsure about what to do and I thought, right, I'm going to go for a walk and clear. Mm. And then all of a sudden, yes, 
the rest of the day appeared. Yeah. It's um Hmm. So the so the universe is your metaphysical bag. So you're putting that into there and, and coming up with a with a release that way through action. So it takes action to release. So your yes. release is taking a walk in nature. Right. Yeah. Okay. That gives you the, the release that you're looking for. Or, or the quiet time, that like the the, the heart space. Mm-hmm. If you're walking in nature, you're generally not angry, are you? Because you you're aware of where you are. You're enjoying right. where you are. You're being conscious of, of your steps. See, that's where I like your 10 things that you like to do uh, so that if I'm finding myself um, at a crossroads or I'm not sure what I want to do, uh, at times like that and also so your ideas are great. You've got the what I would like to the 10 things you'd like to do, and then you've also got the um, the de-stressing things. The 10 well. points to de-stress, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. because when we're in overwhelm, we trying to think of something doesn't no. really work, whereas if we can go to a list and go, ah, yeah. oh, right, this is what I can do. Now, those yeah. timely reminders. So, And your 10 points that, that are personal to you, if you put them in the picture form as well as the word form, just looking at it makes a difference. Like if your favourite place in the world is beside the ocean, get a photo or get buy a, treat yourself, give yourself some self-care and buy this magnificent landscape picture of the sea and hang it up in your house because it'll fit in your alignment. Because you love it, it'll fit with what you've got in your house. It'll And it's a constant reminder that if you're being overwhelmed, you'd be looking up at that and you go, oh, oh that's right, this is my sea. And you have a little smile. So you de- you're sort of detracting a little bit from the negative energy that's happening. So surround yourself with your positive things, with your colours, with your cells, smells, with your, your pictures, with whatever you need. Yes. Yeah, there are very practical things that we can do. And we're so fortunate these days, again, with technology. Yeah. The pictures that come up, whether oh, it be beautiful. on our TV or our um, laptops, just gorgeous. I know. And, and Google, like every day or every couple of days, the, the, the screen changes and you go, oh, mm. that's a nice one. You might ponder on it very often. And sometimes you look, oh, yeah, I'm not as interested. And then you click on to the next. But some of the some of the photography is just phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to get things from my phone onto my TV yesterday and for some reason it wasn't working. However, my, t- my TV was sitting there waiting and the the um pictures that were coming through oh my goodness and and i was having fun because i could say oh that's london and oh yeah that's the memories hey, okay. that's the place i haven't been and oh yeah, just yeah. beautiful gorgeous gorgeous so see we forget that we've gifted ourselves sometimes those memories as well that's what i love about facebook memories facebook will bring up all these memories you go, oh, oh yeah i remember that that was awesome yeah. You know, from different time zones and different years. goes back as long as you've been on Facebook. It goes, I think mine goes back 10 years or 11 years. So you'll have, right. you go, oh, wow, look at that. So, and technology too. Like I found um, a couple of months ago, I found a very old, it was like a Zoom recording and it was done with Michelle Newton from the Angel Angels of yes. Kindness. Mm-hmm. And she'd done an interview with me and honest to God, 
you didn't have any concept of making sure your background looked neat and tidy. I had stuff everywhere and I looked at it and I go, oh, my goodness. And yet the, the, the video recording itself was just amazing. Mm. So it teaches you, don't worry about your back. I mean, it's nice to have a nice background, but if you haven't, who cares? That's it's right. just listening to what you're saying. They're not saying, oh, did you see that lady's box in the corner? It was so messy. So, <laughs> Isn't that yeah. the same as when people drop in? And I adore people dropping in. Yeah. And as long as I come in, come in, love to see you. There's no point I have realised in saying, oh, excuse the mess. Because no, that's only no. drawing attention, attention to, to it. People have yeah. come to see me. Yeah, exactly. The fact that they yeah. can sit on a chair. Yep. Bogan. <laughs> bonus. Absolute bonus. Yep. That's Plug the right. kettle in, have a cuppa. They don't care. They really don't. And if they do care, they don't visit you. Yeah. So, no, it's, and again, that's a little bit of self care, isn't it? We can yeah. beat ourselves yeah. up and go, oh, that's right. The morning I didn't get dressed is when somebody comes to the door. Yeah. What? You're dressed. You might be night at time, but you are dressed. Yeah. <laughs> My, uh, is a running joke in my house that the postman knows what my nighties look like. He doesn't really. I really don't go out there with my nighties on, but I do open and shut the gate, and if someone happens to be going past, it's not my problem. They might think mm. it's my local dress. It's my uniform. It's my night uniform. <laughs> At least I wear nighties. That would be more of a shock if I didn't. Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Send them bloody running. <laughs> oh, it's so, so interesting, isn't it, the... Uh, but, well, the boundaries, all the, the pressures that we put on ourselves that yeah. really don't need to be there. Yeah. You don't, you just don't think of it. You just think, oh, really? Okay. We're nice right. to be organised. I'm, I'm not organised first thing in the morning. I like to have my coffee. And yeah. I like to potter and wonder what I'm doing and, yeah, set my day. And I think people where I'm living at the moment have been saying uh, because it's winter down here and it's cool, you know, come and it's lockdown, you know, five o'clock, right, time to get into the jams. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a really cosy thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Has it been cold? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Some people, I'm very fortunate because I don't tend to notice it as much, yeah. but some people, have, oh, it's been a cold winter. Um, yeah, we've had a few months. westerlies up here, but um, they honestly they knew the echo wasn't on. They didn't stay. I couldn't believe oh. it. It's, <laughs> it. Look, it's bizarre. We have something called the Brisbane Show. It's called Echo, and it should be. Well, maybe it should be next week. No, I think it should have been this week. I think it was this week, and it you know with everything else in life at the moment, it got cancelled. So um, there's, there's no show. But every you always knew the show was here because it was. Freezing, the echoes, oh. the westerly winds would come in, and be on the on the um the swings and stuff, and the, the whole lot would be going like this from the from the westerly winds. It was always really really cold and yuck. We had a couple of days on, and they disappeared. They knew there was wow. no show to upset. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. So yeah, we're we're very blessed in the north northern half of uh, of Australia. We don't get quite as cold as down south. No. And I always think, Marnie, and I hope that our audience are fortunate too when we're able to dress according to yeah. the weather. You know, how yeah, look at me, I'm in short sleeves. I've got no jumper even on. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. Got my we, slippers we, on, however. I do have my slippers on, everyone. So <laughs> I still am comfortable. Yeah. 
So I think gratitude is so important too, isn't it? To look at what we have and to give thanks yeah. for what we have. And definitely if you're feeling yourself like what you, the, the, um, I always love the way you come up with the perfect um, subject to talk about. So just make sure if you're feeling incongruent with life, what are your boundaries? Are you letting your boundaries get, get caught up or imagine, write your boundaries down and write your boundaries down in, in family as well as work and other situations. So they'll, mm -hmm. they'll all be a little bit differently. So your boundaries for work won't be quite the same as your boundaries for home. But, but find your, like, identify your boundaries. What, what's your negotiables and what's your non-negotiables? Because it's when your non-negotiable is, is, is triggered that, that you don't respond usually as well. Or it helps you to understand your response. That might be a better way of putting it. I like that the way you're talking about non-negotiables because there's... Yeah. Sometimes we don't have those in place and it's like, oh, well, yes, you know, you're asked to work back um, and every so often that can be fine. But if it becomes a habit because yeah, sometimes it just becomes a standard hour. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. accepted then. Oh, well. She'll do it. She always does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. And, and before long we realise, oh, my goodness, um, is this what I really want to do? Where mm. All of a yeah. sudden we've lost me time or family time yeah. mm. absolutely so, uh, and for me family's first family come first before other things so I have to factor that into my my clinic um boundaries that that family and they always have been like especially when mum and dad were here they needed more care really than the children or, or the, mm -hmm. the immediate the other family members so we've got two little granddaughters that live on site. So we're very, very lucky, a four-year-old and a two-year-old, or nearly three. She might be three now. So um, we are very blessed, but that comes with its own set of non-boundaries. So, yes. But, you know, there's much more give than any take. So it's lovely. lovely. I am blessed. I'm very blessed. I would like to wish you well for the next month because Hopefully there's... coming to you from a new place next month. How exciting. Hope the internet works. <laughs> well, I'm no sure. No idea. I'm yeah, sure. We'll, I'll, I'll be playing with it before the day, I can assure you. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, to our audience, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, may you be looking after yourself. Because, as they say, every time we get into an aeroplane, we have to look after ourselves before we look after others. Absolutely. Yes. If you would like to connect with Marnie, Kinesiology Kinesiology via Facebook or her website, www.kinesiology.com. If you'd like to reach out to me, of course, Annette at Angel Heart Radio. I look forward to next time, Marty. With you. Can't believe we've 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 had a, a an hour without technical hitches this time. It's, it's, <laughs> Isn't that oh, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank such you, a relief. Baby. Yes, we've done it. We have nailed it. Thank you, Marty. Have a lovely day. Thank you, everybody else, for joining us 
today. I look forward to being with you next week. Rosemary Butterworth is going to join me next week. We're going to be talking about what makes us smile. What brings that first One of my favourite subjects. All right, thank you, Annette, as always. Much love. Thank you. Everybody, Anea will be with you tomorrow. And if you check Angel Heart Radio, you might even find that um, gorgeous Sylve is on from Italy as well later on today. So please check what's going on at Angel Heart Radio. And if you've missed anything, you can always check on, uh, on our Facebook page because all the videos are there. They're also on YouTube. So treat yourself. <laughs> Bye for now. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.